insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the therightdoctors.com. Uh, greetings to all of you. Uh, I'm Dr. Bala Venkis, Senior Consultant Anesthesiologist and Academic Director of the Department of Anesthesia and Perioperative Care, Ganga Medical Center and Hospital Finder 2, which is a 500-bedded tertiary care reference center for trauma, orthopedic, major spine, and reconstructive surgery. It's a busy clinical unit with roughly about 100 surgeries a day. You are listening to me on the rightdoctors.com, India's largest medical knowledge platform. The pandemic COVID-19 has made us evolve into a different professional. I would like to start with a quote. After a lot of introspection, I thought this challenge posed by the COVID pandemic is a phenomenal challenge. But this phenomenal challenge can be won by us if we do ordinary things with extraordinary discipline. I think this is the message that I would want to convey to you in the beginning of my talk. The extraordinary challenge can be defeated by ordinary solutions with extraordinary discipline. And you know that the ordinary solutions to be done with extraordinary discipline are only three. Number one is hand hygiene. Number two, the physical distancing. And number three is to wear a face mask. mask. This will prevent the transmission of the disease from one human to the other. I, as an individual professional in the Department of Anesthesia and Trauma Care, have been involved in treating patients who come with injuries even during the lockdown time. So it becomes important that you take care of your patient, though they could be potentially a positive COVID patient. And at the same time, I need to do justice to all the healthcare workers in the hospital that they don't get infected. So we started having a new normal protocol to make sure the patient do not suffer and the healthcare workers also do not suffer. So what is this new normal protocol? Number one. We considered our hospital as obviously 24 hours a day and all the days. And we make sure that the hand sanitization is done at the entrance. And number three, all the patients, attenders, healthcare workers wear a mask before entering inside. This is the first step that we did. In case if they have temperature, whether it's the patient or the attendant or the healthcare worker, they're immediately sent to a fever clinic which has been set up for review of their clinical situation and follow-up later, and they're never allowed to enter the hospital. This is one of the most important things that we did. Number two, all the patients who need surgery, with, who come with accident and trauma, the minute they arrive, all the history is taken about the place they come from, whether they're from the red zone, orange zone, or the green zone, whether there is a history of travel outside India, whether any of the other members of the family have had fever or they have been COVID positive. After taking this history, we send a COVID test with the consent of the patient so that uh, we know that whether he's positive or negative in 12 hours time in my city, in some cities it becomes 24 hours to 48 hours. Until then, all these patients which are not an emergency are kept in a ward which is 
potential COVID patients. We call it as a potential COVID patient ward. One floor is dedicated for all these cases which get admitted. Uh, and until the test report comes, they are considered as a potential positive patient. And the, all the precautions of barrier nursing is taken during this period. And every patient can have only one attendant with them. So we have a strict visitors policy during this pandemic. And once the test becomes negative, then they are posted for elective surgical procedure. Until then, the patient and the attendant who got admitted into the hospital will not move out. Everything is supplied to the room, right from the medicine to the food and all the requirements. So this is something which I wanted to convey to every other hospital in this country, which is going to treat this patient and elective surgery as the lockdown is getting released. This protocol, this new normal protocol needs to be followed. Similarly, social distancing has to be practiced in the outpatient department and in every place of the hospital where it is crowded. For example, the pharmacy, the canteen, Everywhere, I think we need to earmark people to maintain the distance. This has to be religiously practiced until, until the pandemic comes to an end. The literature regarding anesthesia and patients who come for surgery, is there something new? I'm very happy to share that uh, our article is getting published in one of the leading journals of regional anesthesia and pain medicine, which is published from the United States. It is what we do in regional anesthesia in patients uh, during the pandemic time. I'm going to deliberate on a few of the points. But before that, I would want to tell you, anesthesia is a field which is the one, uh, the anesthesiologists are the ones who deal with a lot of aerosol-generating procedures, which are considered to be one of the most important aspects of uh, management of potential COVID or COVID-19 patients. So we have devised in our institution a box called the intubation box with negative pressure, which was designed by us in our institution and developed in my city of Coimbatore. All those who are interested may contact us because the production is very good. The best part of the intubation box is it allows you freedom to ventilate the patient and intubate the patient with it without getting exposed to an aerosol. And this intubation box is connected to a central section during the process of intubation, and this box is left around the patient for 15 minutes after the intubation is done. Number two, when we give a general anesthesia, the best way to prevent the viral load from entering into the operation theater is to use HMEF, the heat and moist exchanger with filter. Please note this. When you use a filter, you have to use HMEF filters and two filters, one immediately after the endotracheal tube, and the other one is in the expiratory limb of the circuit when you use a closed circuit. These are two important things to prevent the aerosols and the virus from entering the operating data. Next important thing is you have to speak to your maintenance department and make sure that if it's a positive pressure laminar flow operating room, you have to do minimum of 20 air exchanges per hour to make sure the viral load is very less. In between cases, you need to give at least 30 minutes time, even if it's a normal surgical procedure, even if the patient is COVID negative, and the cleaning solution of choice is Lysol or 5% Sysol or 1% sodium hypochlorite. The choice between uh, anesthesia technique, regional anesthesia seems to be 50 
anterior to general anesthesia because the aerosol concentration is very low. So we use ultrasound-guided regional anesthesia and nerve blocks to as many cases as possible. And similarly, neuraxial blocks like spinal, combined spinal epidural, and epidural whenever possible because they are aerosol-generating procedures. And we made it also a dictum that when we do the cases in the regional anesthesia, we do not sedate the patient because if you sedate the patient, there is a possibility the airway obstruction can happen, airway manipulation has to be done, and this may produce aerosol. So this is a clear message that I wanted to give regarding regional anesthesia. We also use a lot of point-of-care ultrasound, especially the lung ultrasound, to see changes, pleural effusion, or the changes in the lung parenchyma to detect if they have possible potential respiratory infection. We also monitor the intravascular fluid by seeing the IVC for the intravascular volume and myocardial function, three things which help us to manage cases during this pandemic. What are the important things that we have to tell our patients? That uh, all the elective procedures, especially in geriatric populations and patients with multiple comorbid conditions, if it can be postponed, it's better to postpone and get the surgery done once the pandemic is in the regressive phase. This is an important message that I would like to give about elective cases in geriatric patients above the age of 65 or patients with multiple comorbid conditions so that the chances of them getting infected and the possible respiratory complication in them due to COVID is avoided. At the same time to the doctors, I wanted to tell all the professionals have to be prepared for the new normal. All emergencies, semi-emergencies and urgent surgeries should never be postponed for fear of COVID. We need to take adequate safety precautions and we need to do justice to our patients uh, by uh, employing the safety technique at the same time. We prevent uh, any complications in them because some of the semi-emergencies and emergencies have to be done. Otherwise, it will increase the morbidity and mortality of the patient. COVID has produced uh, a new way of living, but I think this challenge has to be met with optimism, positivity, and a holistic approach. And with all this, I think we can win the war against COVID. I'm sure each one of us will contribute to a new world of ordinary, ordinary solutions with extraordinary discipline. I have the opportunity to thank the rightdoctors.com platform for helping to promote the right information to right people at the right time. Thank you so much. Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the rightdoctors.com.